What if I told you that in 2024, you were going to travel more? I bet you would be excited because who doesn't have travel more on their 2024 vision board? But my loves, it's time to craft a bit of an action plan and take your first steps. And this is where I come in. I'm hosting a trip to Bali, May 23rd to May 29th, 2024 for the Manifest Daily community. I'm so excited about this one. We have a jam-packed itinerary. We have a Balinese cooking class, a sacred monkey forest, visit a coffee brewing workshop, literally the works because that's just a taste of the itinerary. And this trip is a celebration of new beginnings and also a couple of birthdays. So if you're curious about Bali and you want to meet me there alongside a couple other wonderful, amazing, beautiful souls, head to my website for more information, themanifestly.com slash events. Visit the link in the show notes. And yeah, let's let's hang out in Bali. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, my loves, and welcome back to the podcast. My name is Deandre Nicolette. If you're new here, my love, welcome. I'm super excited to have you tuned in for your first ever episode of Manifest Daily. And of course, if you're an OG listener, hey girl, hey, hey boy, hey, what's poppin'? What's good? Welcome back to another episode of Your Fave. My loves, today today we had to go into the archives okay we had to go into the archives to get an episode and I'm here at my parents house y'all know it is the holiday season and if you're new here I typically go back home which is Boston for the holidays just to you know spend time with family like y'all y'all know the vibes okay it's a holiday season okay how many times am I saying okay can we can I get it together when I'm not recording in my usual space I feel so just like out of whack like I feel like I'm just not in my element I feel like I'm very confused very um dazed and confused this is very much the vibe today okay however I wanted to get an episode up this week and in true in true DeAndre fashion um I had planned to pre-record a couple of episodes to hold me over for the month of December until I got back to Dallas and could get back into my recording my regular scheduled recording my typical space all that stuff however we don't have an episode so I was thinking about okay well do I want to record the goal episode that I'd originally planned or do I have something in the uh in the vault that I could release and there's an episode that I actually have and this is an episode that was originally going to be called Pathless and I think it still is going to be the name of this episode and I recorded this a while back I'm pretty sure in the episode I'm talking about Thanksgiving and I'm talking about my parents coming to visit for Thanksgiving it's obviously December so we are way past that now so when you listen to this you might be like girl you taking us back in time yes ma'am yes ma'am I am but I wanted to record or release this rather because when I recorded this episode I remember feeling like oh my gosh does this episode provide any sort of value does this episode actually have any sort of substance or is it just me rambling and I think 
the more that I continue podcasting and sharing my thoughts, there are times where I still have this like debate with myself of whether or not I'm actually providing value. Because as much as I love a good show where, you know, sometimes you're in the mood to listen to a show where people are kind of talking about nothing. I love the show Seinfeld and y'all know that's literally a show about nothing. It's one of my favorite shows. There are other times where when you come to, you know, a podcast or a TV show or a book, you want to take something away from that. You want to either walk away with a different perspective, a learning moment, a new fact, you know, anything like that. And I didn't know if that episode provided that. However, when I started to listen back to it today, because again, I was going through the vault and I had this episode in there and I was listening back, I was like, this is actually a pretty solid episode. Like, no, I didn't come to that episode in particular with an outline. No, I didn't come to that episode in particular with a plan because essentially in the episode, I'm talking about the struggle of feeling as if you are not following the right path or you are not following a path that makes sense and kind of feeling confused about that. That's what I am talking about in that episode. There was no true outline. And so I think when I recorded it, I initially felt like it was all over the place. But listening back to it, I'm like, it does provide value because it provides, at least for me listening back to it, it provides a lot of perspective and it provides a different way of looking at the idea of a true path or a right path or just a path in general. So I decided I would release this one today. And I truly hope you guys enjoy this episode because, you know, again, it was sitting in the vault for a few months, but I hope it provides some value or at least some perspective for some of you guys out there who may feel like you are on a path that you are unsure of or on a path that you want to pivot and shift and change, whatever the case is. Hopefully this episode is something that you know, again, either allows you to learn something new about yourself or to think about something in a different way and walk away with a completely different perspective than the one you walked into the episode with. Before we dive into this, I just want to say that I uh, want to thank y'all for all of the suggestions for like the podcast topics for the giveaway or not for the giveaway. So I'm doing giveaway, right? And like one of the requirements to enter the giveaway is to suggest podcast topics. And you guys have been suggesting some really amazing topics, one of which I really like. And it's funny because like I saw this one come up a few times and I like was a little unsure at first because I was like, I've thought about doing this, but I thought that it wouldn't really make sense for the show, but um, doing advice or Q&A type of episodes a little bit more often. So I will be setting up some sort of Google form situation for y'all to submit anonymously, of course, questions or stories, things that you need advice on, questions that you want to ask. And we will begin and we, <laughs> me and y'all, okay, we're going to begin incorporating those episodes into the calendar next year I want to do a monthly basis situation I'm still working out my content calendar but I think monthly would be good so like a monthly chat with me you know let's sit down and vibe also 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 let me just say I know I still have the sleepover episode to do by the time I started to like really prepare to record that uh, Thanksgiving came up and then all of a sudden it was time to like go home for the holidays and I didn't want to rush it because I got a lot of questions and I'm actually going to have to split that episode up into either two or three parts because there were so many questions. So uh, what I will do is I will be recording that when I go back to Dallas and that will be coming out in either two or three parts in January. So look forward to that. Very juicy questions. We're going to sit down and have some wine. I actually think, you know what? 
y'all i'm a tequila girl <laughs> okay so i think i'm gonna get um some tequila or some mezcal and we're gonna make us a cocktail and we're gonna sit down and we're gonna spill tea spill cocktail spill tequila and it's gonna be a vibe okay so that's gonna be happening in january so look forward to that and yeah okay so let me let me just throw y'all into this episode i hope i didn't really listen to all of it and i was listening back to see if i should like release it today so uh lol hopefully hopefully there's like nothing that bad in there i don't think there is i mean there shouldn't be but whatever it is what it is okay so let's go ahead and dive in you'll probably hear the intro again (laughs) so let's go ahead and dive in to that unreleased podcast episode and i hope y'all are having a beautiful week and uh getting ready to round out the rest of your 2022 all right let's dive in Hi, my loves. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is DeAndre Nicolette. If you're new here, my love, welcome. I'm super excited to have you tuned in for your first ever episode of Manifest Daily. And of course, if you're an OG listener, you already know the vibes. Okay. Hey, girl. Hey, hey, boy. Hey, what's poppin'? What's good? Welcome back to another episode of your fave. My loves, how are y'all doing today? What's the vibes giving? Okay. Is it giving beautiful week, beautiful start to our week, beautiful start to our day? I hope so. It is currently Sunday on my end. Another beautiful sunny day. I feel like it's most often. <laughs> okay, y'all, listen, first off, let me put this disclaimer out there. If I'm struggling to speak, my Mercury's in Gemini. And y'all know it's Mercury retrograde right now. So if your girl is stumbling over her words, I mean, probably no different than any other episode of the show. I just want to give that disclaimer that it might be a little extra today, okay? Because Mercury's in retrograde and communication. Y'all know what the vibes is, okay? So yeah, it's a beautiful sunny day here. I'm sitting down. I actually did not intend to record a podcast episode today, but I just spent some time going through my DMs, responding to DMs, sitting on the couch, hanging out with myself, and I just felt the energy of wanting to record. I felt like I was drawn to it. I felt like I want to sit down and chat. I want to vibe with y'all. I have my water right here. I got to keep the throat hydrated. It is literally the first sip of water I've had all day and it's two o'clock. Do not follow my example when it comes to hydration because I'm trying to work on it. I'm really, I'm trying my best. I got to try a little harder, but do not follow my example with that. But I did, I am going to be sipping my water throughout this episode. I am so excited. It is almost October. And I love that. I am really excited because my parents are coming to visit this, this Thanksgiving. And my dad has actually never been to Dallas, guys. So my mom has come to visit me, let's see, twice now, because it's about to be my second year in Dallas next year, which is also wild. Can we take, wait, (laughs) wait, 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 wait. I might, I think I'm going to have to do something for like my second year anniversary here because what the actual F (laughs) I kind of, I, I pause myself there for a second. I feel like I'm like, I'd be vulgar. Okay. I'd be swearing sometimes and I don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable, but just, I'm going to label this one as explicit because I feel like some, some F-bombs are going to slip out, but literally what the actual fuck, because I cannot believe it's about to be two years that I've been in Dallas. Like what is a time? (laughs) What is a clock? Literally not even existent at all. It's wild. My mom has come to visit twice so far. My dad hasn't come to visit. And if you guys have been around for a while on this potty, you know that I've had kind of more of a 
turbulent relationship with my dad. So we were really close when I was younger. I was like, you know, the very quintessential daddy's girl grew up. He was very overprotective. I was very independent. So funny. He's an Aquarius son. I'm an Aquarius rising. There was a clash because for me, I was like, ain't nobody going to hold me down. <laughs> ain't nobody going to tell me what to do. Fuck the government. <laughs> no, but really, it's funny because I like structure. But I don't like someone telling me what to do. That also might be the Taurus in me too. Like, don't tell me what to do. Because one thing about me, I'm going to be like, you you talk to me? Uh, me? <laughs> so we clashed when I got older because he was very strong-willed, strong-minded. And I'm the same way. And I kind of, you know, growing up now, I can see the parts of my parents that I kind of inherited from both of them. Like the way my mom, my mom is so creative. I'm trying to get her on the podcast guys. Cause I asked you guys guests for the show and a few of you guys actually said my mom, I'm trying to convince her. She literally was like, no, what do they want to hear from me about? I was like, we could just vibe. We could talk. My mom is also really shy. I'm pretty sure she is very eye on the introvert extrovert scale. She's shy, but she's also spicy. She's a Sag. So she like says, what she means with no filter <laughs> all the time but she's also very introverted so when I lived in Boston I would hang out with my mom all the time like whenever I wanted to go to something or she wanted to go to something I would go with her like I would be her designated guest and she would be mine if I didn't have like friends that were going to come with me or if her friends weren't going to go with her to her thing we would like go for to support each other you know what I mean so being here and her being there it's kind of been hard because I'll have things to do and go to and usually I'll call her on the way there or call her when I'm like you know going into an event or going into a thing just to kind of have that support going into something and kind of feel like she's there with me my mom is super creative she's introverted my dad is charismatic as hell like he's that guy that a lot of people meet he's like he just knows how to charm people he like knows how to talk to people he knows how to get what he wants he can talk his way into anything and talk his way out of anything and it's actually really interesting to observe and watch he just charms people it's so so interesting to see and he's also very smart he's very entrepreneurial and he's very very strong-willed so again putting kind of the two of them together that's that's me but it also meant that growing up as I got older and I kind of was finding myself or returning to myself rather me and my dad clashed a lot and when I moved out to Jersey we weren't in a great place with our relationship at that point I wasn't speaking to him so he never visited me in Jersey my parents neither of my parents visited me in Jersey and that also was partly due to the pandemic and everything was going on there was like a lot of lockdowns in the northeast specifically it was a lot stricter than it is you know in texas or it was in texas yeah i didn't i didn't speak to him for a while there and when i moved to texas was actually when i made a conscious effort to start to repair that relationship because i also knew that i was gonna have to be the one to reach out and kind of wave the white flag so to speak because we are both quite stubborn people <laughs> and i was like i need to I need to do this. If I want this, I need to do this. And I also knew that for me, it was really important to have a relationship with both of my parents. It's not the greatest relationship. It is not even close to perfect. I'll look at other people in their relationships with their parents and the things that they can go to their parents for help with, you know, or support with. And a lot of times I'll feel that pang of jealousy if I'm like, oh, I can't go to my parents for this. Like, they don't know about this. And I, I got to figure this out myself. Like a lot of what I've done and created for myself here as an adult has been due to me really putting in the work to learn things and to make the mistakes. I've 
I've had to make a lot of mistakes because I didn't have that guidance through them. But I also don't blame them because they did the best that they could. They did the best that they could with their knowledge, with with what they had, right? Because they only had so many resources. They were immigrants. I I am an immigrant, right? So coming to this country and having to learn the rules and having to adapt and leaving their entire families behind, like I knew that wasn't easy for them. So I don't blame them. But it's also my responsibility as an adult to kind of figure out the things that I wasn't taught and that I don't know so that if I do have kids, which at this point, my motherless episode would have gone up or my child free episode would have gone up. So I don't know. That's all that's up in the air. Right. But if I do have kids that I'm able to bring more knowledge and more support and more resources to them than what I was able to receive from my parents. So that being said, we've uh our relationship is better now. We talk a few times a week, which that was, I mean, night and day from where we were, right? Night and day. And I am grateful for it. So they're coming to visit. I'm super excited. It's also my first year hosting Thanksgiving. And even though it's small, it's just me and my parents. Um, it's kind of been like that when I was growing up anyway. It's just kind of me and my parents. Unless we went to my aunt's in uh, Maryland. I'm grateful. You know, I, I, you guys saw my dining room table makeover on YouTube. If not, go check that out. But I bought like a dining room table set. Well, it wasn't a set. I just bought the table and the chairs and I redid my entire, what used to be a sitting room area into a dining room area so that I would be able to host my parents. And I'm just excited to have them here. My mom loves Dallas. She really does. Like I, you know, I'm trying to convince my parents to move here. My mom is on board. My mom is on board for the record. I think, well, let's say like she's like 90% on board. My dad is not. And I think part of it is due to the fact that he's never been here. So he doesn't know the vibes. I keep trying to convince him that it would be really good. One, because the winters are becoming really hard for my parents to deal with as they get older. It's super, super cold. My dad does a lot of like manual work. And so it's hard on him the really rough winters of the northeast specifically the winters of boston i'm like listen okay sell your house or maybe don't even sell the house yet like rent it out i don't know more bang for your buck in texas with housing more people are moving here now so it's it's less of a bang for your buck but definitely more of a bang for your buck than massachusetts for sure if you know boston massachusetts prices oh baby like (laughs) i considered purchasing a home in um, the Berkshires in Massachusetts and the prices are better out there. It's a little bit more country out there. So the prices are better than like in the city, but the houses are not giving what I need them to have gave. Like the, the type of houses that I have on my vision board, like the type of stuff I have for house inspiration on my vision board is giving very much, I have to get a house in the South. <laughs> it's giving Dallas, Texas, Nashville, Tennessee, I don't know, fill an X blank of another Southern city. Like it's giving very much that. So, so yeah, so they're visiting. I can't wait. I'm super excited and hopefully I can... I don't know. Maybe I can convince them to move out here. So if y'all are on Instagram, which I, I feel like I always talk about Instagram, but I feel like it's the only social media platform that I mainly active on these days. Like I'm not really on TikTok anymore, you guys. I felt led away from it a little bit and kind of decided to take a little bit of a break and haven't really returned since. I'll go on there for work for my nine to five job, but not really for anything else to be honest with you but I posted today 
um, a photo of myself and I changed my hair color for the fall. We're doing a ginger moment. We're doing red hair. Go check it out on Instagram just to see what the vibes are giving. I remember I used to take these like really cool photo shoots in my parents' house like all the time. And when I had my main Instagram, like my DeAndre Nicolette one, it's been discontinued for like a year or two now. When I had that Instagram, like I would love just doing my makeup, trying on different wigs, getting really creative, taking pictures and posting pictures there. And I kind of miss that. So this morning I was so inspired. I like got up, I put on this new wig, which I dyed copper, copper red. It's kind of like more of a red and did a few different outfit changes, set up my camera, took some pictures. A lot of them were out of focus. I was pissed. Y'all, I went to look at the footage and I was like, not the camera playing me like this. <laughs> I, was, I was a little mad. I was a little mad, but I got a couple shots in there and I was like, okay, I'm rusty with the taking pictures for myself, clearly. But yeah, that was so much fun and it just got me so inspired. And it reminded me too that you know, when it comes to being creative and when it comes to expressing myself, I don't like to be boxed in. That's kind of like the main thing I want to talk about today is like the path to success and the path to wherever you want to go in life. And the fact that everyone's path should and does look different. When we talk about, you know, and I'm, I'm going to frame all of this in the, in like, I guess the example of what I'm personally doing and what I'm personally working on that way. I, I don't want to give too many different examples. <laughs> so I'm just going to stick to my life and what I know. So I will say that there are so many different sources of information on the internet and whether, you know, you're into content creation or whether you're trying to start an app or whether you're trying to start an agency or whatever the heck you're trying to do, you know, even if it's not a business, maybe you're trying to do something completely different. There are so many different sources of information on the internet and there are so many different people who may have made it, quote unquote, to where you want to make it to, who are the successful people in that industry, who are the go-to people who know all the things. And what I find is that when you listen to a lot of people about how they've gotten to where they've gotten to everyone's story looks different everyone's story sounds different so some people may have you know worked really really hard for years and years and years and failed at a bunch of different things and i say failed you know i don't really believe in failure as like a this didn't work out and it, it you know I, I see failure as more so lessons pivots right so you might have the person who did all these things tried for years and years and years and finally something stuck and that is what their path looked like you might have someone else who you know put something up on the internet one day or or decided to take a chance left their job and that thing just took off pretty quickly and their life changed overnight seemingly you know maybe they put in work in other ways for years and years and years too but everyone's path looks so different and the thing that always gets me with these stories is the underlying themes and the underlying themes are always that the person for the most part right and and i would say the themes of the people that i personally look up to is that they've always been themselves and they've always allowed themselves to follow their intuition they followed what they felt called to and i think it's really easy sometimes to want to do everything in the way that we've seen other people do it to be successful because it's like the tried and true method mm -hmm. 
About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop. One scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. I love to add in a squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2, and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you wanna take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today. So I was talking to a friend about this recently and she may or may not be listening to this. Hey girl, hey, if you know who you are, <laughs> you know who you are. Actually, I was talking to a couple different friends about this. So a couple of y'all might... Um, know what I'm talking about if you're listening but I was talking about how when I started this show and when I I was figuring out what I wanted to do and I still to some degree don't know what that looks like but at the time it was when I had discovered the coaching industry the online coaching industry and y'all know, if you don't know, the online coaching industry is exactly what it sounds like, right? It's people online doing coaching and various different things. So you have your fitness coaches, you have your mindset coaches, you have your business coaches, you have your relationship coaches. You have so many different people who are coaching in different things. And the idea is that, you know, you are a business owner coaching in that particular industry. You may be an expert in that industry and you set your rate. I remember, and I've told this story a couple of different times in various different ways. So if you've heard it well here we go again <laughs> here we go again no but I remember I started to work with a business coach because I was like every time I try to do a thing I feel like I have the ideas I'm really good at being creative but I feel like I'm really I struggle with selling I struggle with like 
selling in a way to me that feels icky and feels weird. And for a long time, I actually thought that maybe it had to do with my relationship with money and it had to do with my self-worth. And I'll tell you where my mindset on that shifted in a little bit. But I started working with a business coach. And I remember this business coach really helping me to create a lot of systems and structure in my business. And this particular business coach that I worked with actually went on to become a multimillionaire business owner. So I think that, you know, that being said, there's something right about what she was doing. And there's something right about the method that she was teaching. Because the method that she was teaching was one that had been taught to her by another multi-millionaire business coach who was also taught that method by another multi-millionaire business coach and on and on and on giving very much MLM vibes okay let's just put that out there but at the time I felt like okay if I want to do something with this and by with this I mean the podcast and sharing my thoughts and being myself then this is how I have to do it because I'd always said again if you knew me in high school if you knew me for any period of time you know my dream job what I always say is I just want to get paid to be myself I just want to get paid to be myself and and what that means is to be creative to follow my intuition to just be myself and I think I think some people may choose not to but (laughs) I think a lot of us would choose to get paid to be ourselves if we could so at the time working with this business owner, I thought that that was the structure that I needed to do it. I was like, if I have to get paid to be myself, the way that I can create an in for myself is to have a coaching business, is to be a spiritual business coach. I think I was a spiritual coach first and I was like a spiritual business coach because I really like marketing and business and stuff like that. And so I figured I can help people. I have, you know, while my businesses have not gone on to be wildly successful multi-millionaire, multi-million dollar businesses yet, Okay. I was like, one thing about me is I know how to set up structures. I know how to do the big picture thinking. It's essentially what I do in my job now, what I've done in other jobs in various different ways. I've just done it for different corporations other than my own. So that was a structure I followed because that was a structure that I thought I had to follow in order to be successful, in order to create a business that I loved. And what I found was that as I kept going, as I, you know, had my, my, my one-on-one coaching and then these group courses I tested, I made money. I helped people. I remember I did like a, um, a course launch for your next level life. If you guys remember that I had good feedback on that course. Like I literally poured so much into making that course. And I had people being like, this changed my life. Like this actually, you know, pushed me to do X, Y, and Z things that I didn't do for a long time or I wanted to do for a long time but never felt the courage to do or felt like I was held back from doing. So I know that the content that I made, I know that what I offered wasn't valuable and it wasn't about that per se. But what happened during that time was I just felt like, I don't know, I felt like it wasn't for me. I felt like it wasn't for me and and in doing so, I felt very lost because it was like, okay, If I want to do this thing, if I want to have this business where I'm being myself and, you know, right now it seems like everyone is a coach and that's the way to do it. And that's the way to do it and make good money to afford a good lifestyle, a lifestyle that I want to have. This is the way that I have to do it. And when I felt like coaching and courses weren't really for me, 
I felt really lost. I was like, well, how do I do this? So fast forward to the next stage. When we actually allow ourselves to be open to receiving things in ways that we didn't know we could receive them, or when we allow ourselves to really understand that even though we may feel like a certain blessing is out of reach for us, that it could happen for us, when we truly allow ourselves to believe that it can happen for us, things start to happen for us. So this all started last year. I remember being like, okay, coaching is not authentic for me and I don't want to do that. And I also remember having the call to kind of share more lifestyle content on my podcast because I was like, I love talking about these things. But at the time, I was finding that I wasn't really using my tarot cards anymore. I wasn't really called to using all the crystals that I did anymore. I wasn't really called to doing certain things that I'd done for such a long time on the show that I think had helped it grow. I wasn't called to those things anymore. And I was so terrified to make this subtle shift in the content because I thought, oh my God, if I start talking about my day, if I start talking about what I'm going through in life, if I start talking about dating and and money and all these other things in a more sort of grounded sense, I said, people are going to leave. Like no one, like I was like, Deandra, no one gives a fuck. Like no, no one cares. And so I panicked, but I also felt really called to do that. And so I was like, well, if they leave and and if people don't want to hear that, that's okay. But I have to stay true to myself. I don't want to post content that doesn't feel authentic to me. And so I transitioned my content. Months later, I ended up, uh, long story short, getting signed to a, a podcast network and I started working with brands. Now, that was a particular a way that I thought was out of reach for a long period of time. I remember starting to work with brands and that for me felt good because now I could show up on the show. I could give y'all all the information for free, which is what I like to do, by the way, because as much as I do believe in charging your worth and in you know, being able to create a living from doing something you love. I also believe that a lot of the information that I share on the show should be accessible. I want everyone who wants to hear the information, who wants to share the experiences with me, who resonates with the way that I share the information. I want everyone to be able to access it for free. That way y'all can go on and change your lives too. Like we're doing this together. You feel me? So working with brands was actually the model that I really liked because it allowed y'all to get the information for free. There was no course, there was no one-on-one. It was like, y'all get it for free and the brands, the multi-million dollar corporations pay me. And it's a win-win because y'all get it for free and I get paid. (laughs) It is literally a win-win. That particular model was more of like the influencer model and less of this business model that I had seen other people doing. But guess what? It works for me. I think the thing that I had to let go of was this belief that if I didn't do it in a particular way, if I didn't do the coaching, if I didn't do it, you know, if I didn't set up the courses, if I didn't have the one-on-one and the groups and the Facebook lives and the this and the that, that I wouldn't be successful. Because I think that is one way to do it, but it's not the only way to do it. Another thing to consider is what your goals are and what success looks like for you. When I sat with the thought of, okay, say I were to put all my eggs in this basket, building a, a coaching business, and when I looked at coaches around me who were like the big names, when I when I looked at them and their business and the way they ran it, I was like, yeah, that's cool. You know, they have the freedom, they're traveling, they're making like the 100K months and, and, and the, the seven figure years. And they're doing all these things. They're making a lot of money. They're 
changing a lot of lives for the better and they're doing so on their own timeline with their own rules right they they have their own business when i looked at that i was like that is really cool but when i sat with what that looked like beyond the money and beyond the freedom of time and beyond the freedom of travel i was like i don't want that business i don't want to do one-on-one coaching as much as as much as i love chatting with people as much as i love doing that kind of stuff i really think it's i I find it interesting, actually, that if y'all don't know, I almost went to um, grad school for psychology. Like I almost went into a program to get my doctorate to become a clinical psychologist. And I don't think it is a coincidence or a mistake that I didn't end up on that path because kind of similar, like one-on-one coaching isn't therapy, but it's kind of similar, right? You're working with these clients, you're giving them goals, you are helping them to get to specific results in their life and you're working with them one-on-one for a particular period of time. It might be an indefinite period of time, but I realized that I actually didn't like doing that. So when when I realized that, I was like, this method of creating a business, this method of creating success, it might be someone's path. It might be the path for someone else, but for me, it's not the path. It's all about figuring out what your goals are and what you actually want in your life, the type of lifestyle you want to live in, the type of business that you want to have. Right now, and I've mentioned this a couple of times before, and I say it because one, I'm really excited about it. And two, because I think that sharing the vision with you guys helps you to really tap into that reality with me. And in many ways, it's going to help me manifest it because we're collectively seeing this vision together. I'm creating a wellness brand. I'm creating a lifestyle brand. I don't want to do one-on-one coaching and I don't want to grow a multi-million dollar coaching business. I think that's a beautiful thing. I think if that's what you're called to do and if that's what you're doing right now and you love it, I love that for you. Because we should all be able to figure out what fuels us, what lights us up, what drives us, what inspires us, what motivates us. I don't know, like I have so many different things that I want to do. And so when I say lifestyle brand and when I say wellness brand, I think that it's the perfect umbrella term for the fact that I just want to do a bunch of different shit. That's really what it is. I want to do a bunch of different stuff. I want to have this podcast. I want to continue growing the YouTube channel. I want to eventually have physical products for this brand. Y'all know I've dabbled in physical products a couple different times and kind of pivoted away from that. I want to have physical products that are related to this brand. I want to have digital products. I'm working on, soon you'll see my site will actually get shut down very, very soon because I am completely redoing the entire website. I actually made my biggest business investment to date with a designer who's rehauling or overhauling rather everything for me. I did this because I see that vision. When you have a vision, when you have a specific dream, no matter what you do, no matter how far you stray from it, no matter what you do that's different, no matter 
how much you try to push it away because it seems like it's too big and god why am i being called to this because can i actually do this am i actually the right person i feel like that's a mistake no matter what you do that vision never leaves you when it's for you you will keep coming back to it it nags you it will not go away and this is what i feel and when i tell you lifestyle brand it's because i have so many things that I want to do and I think it's a beautiful problem to have <laughs> you know if you have a problem but no I I truly believe that where I am right now not a coincidence God has placed me here specifically because every single thing that I actually want to do kind of falls really well under this manifest daily brand like again the products that I am going to want to create and yes 2023 my friends like it's long overdue it's long overdue because I won't be lie to you I've been self-sabotaging I've been trying like I literally have been like wanting to do these things for so long like when I tell you when I finally tell y'all the the product that I'm working on and I won't mention it now I'm gonna talk about it when it's time so hopefully in like the next four to five months it'll be ready but the product that I'm working on to launch to y'all in 2023 I literally went back into like some of my old um records of things I've done I have been working on this since 2017. I like when I tell you, I have literally like notes about this thing and I've wanted to do it since 2017. Isn't that wild? I remember like finding the Google doc and I was like, yo, this, this is, I'm going to make this happen. 2023, it's going to happen because I've just been self-sabotaging. If you feel like, oh, I can't be the person to bring this to life. I don't have enough resources. I don't have enough money. I don't, nope, no, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. And let me tell you why I don't want to hear it. The minute you start to take those first steps, the minute you start to apply yourself, whatever you can do in this minute, whatever you can do in this moment of time, you will, I promise you, I promise you, you're going to be given the resources to do it. Like this investment that I made for the business, I actually took a couple days and I was sending voice notes, to like all of my friends talking about this. Cause I was just like, I remember getting on a call with one of my friends T and we talked for like, I want to say that, that that call was like three, four hours. And we didn't talk all about this. We talked about other stuff, but this part of it took up like a good hour because I was like, I really want to do this. I was telling her about this vision I had and, you know, all these things that I want to do in 2023, like the brand visions and brand goals that I have. And she was like, D, like, I know it's a lot of money, but she was like, hearing you and seeing you talk about this, you're so excited. You're so happy. And the money will come back. And that that is the other piece of it. I mean, I don't advocate for like, consistently putting yourself into debt for things because I will say this is definitely went on the business credit card because okay but I will say that I have like a plan and I know the money is going to come back for this thing I know this is going to be an investment that pays itself off time and time again but I do think that you need to have that faith in yourself. You need to have that faith in that vision, especially if it's something that you have been thinking about for months or for years or for decades. If you have that vision, you have to take that chance. You have to at least allow yourself the, I don't even know, like the opportunity to try it out. Like you don't want to get to the end of your life and feel like, okay, you know, I didn't try it because I was so scared. I didn't try it because I was so afraid of what everyone would think about me. I didn't try it because I didn't know if it was going to work out. Like nothing is guaranteed except change. 
and death, right? <laughs> Nothing is guaranteed besides those two. But what you can do is take that chance on yourself. Take that first step and allow yourself to go down the path. You might find that it works out so much better than you ever thought it would. You might find that it fails and it flops and it doesn't work out at all. But if that happens, you have a lesson. If that happens, you might try something else that would not have been inspired unless you took that chance. And kind of going back to the whole point of me telling the um, the coaching story for you guys to kind of give a little bit of background and insight, on, insight into that is that there's not one path to success. I think when I started the show, and subsequently discovered that coaching industry, it felt like everyone that had a podcast and everyone that was doing spiritual work and spiritual content was selling a service through the coaching and through the, um, and through the courses, which again, there's nothing wrong with that. But when I tried to do it, I found that I just didn't really like it. And I actually might end up doing a course in the future, but if I do a course, it would be like a different type of course. I will say that, but I was so paralyzed with fear to do my own thing and to go about it my own way because I felt like if I didn't do it in the way that it had always been done or in the way that I was seeing everyone else do it, then I couldn't be successful. And that's so far from the truth. Your vision, like your way of wanting to approach something might be different because your goals are, they're bigger. They're, they're different than other people's goals. They're different than what the goals of everyone else in that industry might have. You know what I mean? If you're feeling called to do something in a way that's not traditional or in a way that you haven't seen other people do it before, please, 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 please allow yourself to take that chance. There is no one true path to success. There is no one true path to success. I don't care how many people get on here and say, you gotta, you gotta have a TikTok. You should be on, you know how many times I hear about TikTok? Every single, every single day of the week, because again, I work in social media and right now it's kind of a big part of our uh, business model at work. So I hear about it a lot and I know the power of it, but right now in particular, I won't even lie to you. I don't feel that call to it. I feel like it's a beautiful medium. I love the platform. I think it's dope. Creators on there are so creative and so dope, but right now, the message, the thing that I'm called to do is not that right right now. And that could change and that can absolutely change. But I would be doing myself a complete disservice if I said, well, damn, in order for me to be successful, I got to go do this and I got to blow up on here and I got to do this because that's what everybody else is doing. <laughs> like, why would I put myself in a position in a place where I am doing something that I don't want to do, where I'm creating a business around something that I don't want to do simply for the sake of appealing to other people, simply for the sake of trying to go viral, simply for the sake of trying to do it like everybody else did it. About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, 
and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop. One scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. I love to add in a squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2, and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I think there's some merit to that for sure. You know what I'm saying? They say, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> because, it, and, and that being said, like there are specific business methods. There are specific ways that people have done things for years and years and years and years that have proven to be successful. Again, the coaching industry, successful, lucrative. It's people out here making money. It's people out here doing a lot of great things. But if you're not called to that, please don't try to force yourself to be that or to do that because you want to be successful. That is not the only way. That's not the only way to success. And that may not very well be your way. The way that you're doing it, the way that you're going about it, as long as you're honoring yourself, as long as you are allowing yourself to be authentic in the moment, as long as you are doing what you feel called to do and you are doing it and it feels good to you, keep doing that, keep showing up in that way. It might take longer. You might feel like you are climbing uphill, but let me tell you something right now. I was actually looking up my astrological chart and my Saturn, yeah, my Saturn, my Saturn placement is Pisces. So my uh, Saturn return actually is going to be happening next year. And I'm going to do an episode on that because I think a lot of y'all listening probably have Saturn and Pisces as well. Because Saturn in Aquarius is wrapping up. But I think a lot of you have the same placement as me with Saturn and Pisces. So we'll talk about that in another episode. However, I will say when I was looking this up, my Saturn is also in my first house or Saturn is in my first house in my chart. And I was reading up about this because that first chart or first house rather Saturn is in my first house. I don't know what I said before. I feel like I said something weird. That placement can be a really tough placement because, and this is according to what I was reading. So I might be butchering it. If you're an astrologer, help me please. <laughs> but according to that, uh, the stuff I was reading online, it might be a tough placement because Essentially, it's kind of like you are, you like work really hard in life because Saturn is all about like teaching you lessons and slowness and 
you know, working hard and discipline and yada yada. Hence, kind of when people talk about Saturn returns, they talk about it in like this negative way of like, oh my God, all the lessons coming to you and yada yada. Saturn in my first house is like, I am doing all these things and it might take longer. I am working really hard and I might not see the fruits of my labor until later in life. So that placement is really about, you know, things might not come to me quickly, but when things come to me, oh, trust and believe it is foundational. It is long lasting. It's not like a quick hit of, oh, you, you know, like, oh, like you won the lottery, you rich, but then next year you have blown all the money because whatever. It's like Saturn in the first house and my pr particular Saturn placement is like, I might dedicate my life or dedicate a long amount of time to a particular goal, a particular vision. And when it is time for me to win, trust and believe that winning is going to be long lasting. It's going to be legacy. It's going to be foundational it's going to be something that cannot be broken down or ripped away or or just like fall down with ease it's going to be strong it's going to be foundational it's going to be life-changing in that way so for me when I think about the way that I like to approach things and the way that I like to uh, approach life, there are times when I wish like, oh man, I, I wish my path to success was quicker. I wish my path to success looked like I blew up on this thing and my entire life changed. But I also know that my particular path so far has been a path of lessons, of trials and learning. And every single time I go through something or every single time something takes me a while to get it, it sticks with me in a way that, that I think is absolutely beautiful. Like there's something so, there's something so beautiful about discipline and commitment, especially when it comes to discipline and commitment for a particular vision that you have for your life. If you are someone that allows yourself, and, and that being said, like your vision can change too. So this is not necessarily like forcing yourself to be committed to a dream or a vision that is outdated for you. This is about forcing or not forcing yourself, but this is about allowing yourself to commit and allowing yourself to be disciplined and dedicated to the vision of your life that you have. And whenever you change that vision changes slightly, allowing yourself to go with that, but knowing that you are still still dedicated you were still committed and that's how I feel it's like there is no one particular path to this thing but I do know that I'm going in the right direction I do know I'm going in the right direction because I'm taking the chances I'm taking the leaps I'm investing the money I'm investing the time I'm I'm learning I'm reading I'm ingesting information I'm having conversation I'm asking questions that that's the path that works for me that's the path that's been working for me. I'm led to certain things, certain conversations come about, certain opportunities come about. And while, again, it may be little moments of progress, there are times, again, I still get frustrated. But for the most part, I have come to realize and understand that those little moments of progress over time, it's like speeding up a little bit. Like over time, it's getting to a place where I can see how things are coming together. I can see where things are connecting, where where the skills that I I've been working on for years and years and years and years, how they are finally coming together to create something bigger than I ever thought I could create before. So whatever your vision is, whatever your goal is, whatever you want to create for your life, just like know and understand that it does not have to look a certain way. And if it doesn't look a certain way, embrace that. 
And sometimes that may mean that you are going down a path and you don't exactly know what's next. You might be a little bit confused. You might feel overwhelmed because a lot of times I'll feel like really overwhelmed. I'm like, I want to do all this stuff. But I'm like, how am I ever going to get there? Maybe your like your task right now is not to think so far ahead into the future, but to focus on what you can do right now. What can you do right now? In this moment, what I can do right now is I, I hire that help for the site. I hired that help for the brand because I was like, in order to elevate everything to the level that I I know it needs to be at, I need help. This is not something I can do on my own. So I, I hired that help. I did that. I made that investment. Other things I can do is I can create an episode of the show. I can share this story with you guys. I can share that. Like These are things I can do in this moment. So you know, I don't necessarily need to spend my time focusing right now on how I'm going to you know, create X, Y, and Z thing or how I'm going to, you know, manifest this collaboration with this brand because that's not, that's not what I need to worry about right now. I need to worry about other things right now. So take that first step, allow yourself to be open and know that your path does not need to look like anyone else's path. Allow it to be unique. That is your story to share. That's your story to tell. And that's your path to own and to have and to enjoy and to grow on and it's a beautiful one and and maybe like I said it's very different because your particular vision your goals the things that you are actually going to create and manifest in your life look so different than what you may have seen other people create and manifest they might have expanded you they might have shown you that it's possible they might have shown you what is possible but there might be something so much bigger in store for you. And in order for you to really get to that place, you have to be open to the path looking a little bit different. So yeah, well, my loves, oh my goodness. I feel like I'm getting very warm. Ooh, it is almost three o'clock. I think I'm gonna take a little break, excuse me have a little snack and then come edit this episode <laughs> and schedule it out. Uh, yeah. Also, I'm so nervous for y'all to hear Tuesday's episode. At this point, you would have heard it. I think I'm really nervous because I like share. Well, y'all know what I share. If you haven't listened to the episode, go listen to it, okay? <laughs> but I, I am really nervous about it. So uh, it's been on my mind. I just can't wait for it to go up because I'm like, I just want to get it over with. And like, I think I'm just overthinking it. But yeah. Anyways, my loves, thank you so, so much for being here. I appreciate you so much. If you are on, what is it? Apple, you can leave a, a five-star rating with a review. If you're on Spotify, you can leave a five-star rating. I appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for all the ratings. Um, I appreciate everyone who listens and tunes in. And if I'm a part of your morning routine or your nighttime routine, I appreciate that as well. Because I know that's like sacred time. You know, the morning, especially the morning routine. Okay, girl. It is time it's like a sacred time you're preparing for your day you're setting your energy up right so thank you again i feel like i said thank you like a million times but truly i am grateful for all of you and grateful for all the things that we're creating together so i hope you guys have a very beautiful rest of your day a beautiful rest of your morning or nighttime whatever time you're listening to this and i'm gonna go ahead and take myself a little bit of a break here and i will chat with you soon my loves bye
What if I told you that in 2024, you were going to travel more? I bet you would be excited because who doesn't have travel more on their 2024 vision board? But my loves, it's time to craft a bit of an action plan and take your first steps. And this is where I come in. I'm hosting a trip to Bali, May 23rd to May 29th, 2024 for the Manifest Daily community. I'm so excited about this one. We have a jam-packed itinerary. We have a Balinese cooking class, a sacred monkey forest visit, a coffee brewing workshop, literally the works because that's just a taste of the itinerary. And this trip is a celebration of new beginnings and also a couple of birthdays. So if you're curious about Bali and you want to meet me there alongside a couple other wonderful, amazing, beautiful souls, head to my website for more information, themanifestly.com slash events. Visit the link in the show notes. And yeah, let's let's hang out in Bali. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.